911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Talk to Living podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the undercover billionaire and why this is important to all of us, not just people with billions of dollars. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, if you've been listening for a while, then you know that I don't have a lot of TV time. It is not pleasurable for me to sit on the couch and waste my time watching TV. Now, if that is you, I understand a lot of people who do that. And I myself used to be one of those people until about four years ago when I realized just how much more productive and fulfilling my life could be when I got off of the couch and started to work on my own business. So, However, that doesn't mean that there aren't times when I don't decide to intentionally use my time to watch TV and in needing to spend some time, some quality time with Clint, we had a little bit of an evening for ourselves last night. And Clint likes TV. He's open about the fact that he likes to watch TV. And I understand there are many first responders and armed service members who need an outlet. This is a great way to have an outlet. However, I do believe that it's important to be intentional. Just like we set the time frames for children's screen time, it is it is even more imperative for us to do that as adults, I do believe. Now, the reason that Clint decided to record this undercover billionaire show, apparently it's in season two. I've never seen this Outside of last night, this was the first time that I watched it. And actually, I think it was like three hours long. I could be wrong unless he recorded several episodes. But Grant Cardone is one of the the leading characters. There's three entrepreneurs who are billionaires. And just to paint the picture, if you haven't seen it or aren't familiar, what they do is in this show, they are given $100, a cell phone and a vehicle, and they are dropped off in an, an unfamiliar area. And they are expected to create a million dollars worth of wealth in 90 days. Now think about that for a second. You go from this lifestyle of literally having it all, having work to achieve it all. And admittedly, some of these entrepreneurs will tell you that a majority of people who are million and billionaires are that successful because of the wealth that they were grandfathered into. Now, what does that mean? That means that you were born into a family of wealth. You were born into succession. Of course, that doesn't mean that it's an automatic given and you still have to learn, you know, the the modalities and the ways of living and how to continue that trade on your own for the most part, depending on the, <laughs> the size, I suppose, of the finances that we're talking about. But could you imagine for a moment having that lifestyle and then first of all, committing? What a huge commitment it is for you to agree to even go on this show, first of all. And then to be given $100, a what I would deem to be a beat-up car, relatively beat-up in comparison to what you are probably used to being driven around in, and to be dropped off somewhere that you weren't familiar with, with nothing but a, a cell phone as your tool. And it is brilliant. It is brilliant, and I absolutely love the fact that the producers decided to continue the season two in the midst of the pandemic, because what it does is it shows people that it doesn't matter how successful you are. You can go from zero to achieving millions of dollars and exponential potential as long as you use creativity. Now, one of the caveats to this show is that they are not allowed to utilize any of their previous resources. 
The biggest resource any entrepreneur will tell you is networking. So this means that they are not allowed to call any of their networking resources and they have to start from scratch and they have to learn about people and they have to make those connections as though they had never done this before. It's brilliant. And that led me to the importance of of networking and just how important it is for us to be able to create those links with people to essentially always be able to say, oh, well, I know a guy or I know a girl. (laughs) And it's not easy. And I don't know what happens. I don't know what's going to happen if they're all going to make the million dollars in 90 days. But to see what what had taken place in this, this episode that I had watched and to see how brilliant the minds of these entrepreneurs actually work. I'll give you an example, not to spoil it, but Grant Cardone in this episode, after only having $100, he knows that the first thing that he needs to do midday once he arrives is to find a place to sleep. (laughs) He uses RV in his vernacular. You can tell that he has never even been exposed to an RV before because he he blatantly says RV, yeah, recreational vehicle. And it is incredibly funny to hear somebody who obviously doesn't have the exposure to something like an RV talk about it and experience it for the first time. But what he does is he decides that the first thing he needs to do is to call different RV, RV centers and to find the RV place the RV dealership that he feels in his gut is the right one to go with because time is running out and he knows that at 5 p.m. all of these RV dealerships are going to be closing. He has one shot and his plan is to go and make friends with the RV dealer, the owner, and to try to get a place to sleep. And what better place to sleep than an entire parking lot that's full of recreational vehicles? Absolutely brilliant. And to walk you through a step further, he goes and the first thing that he does is he builds a relationship. He treats the owner like an absolute an absolute human being. And then step two, and I think this is critical if you own a business or if you plan to open up a business in the future. In my last episode, I talked about the importance of us diversifying. And I definitely believe that we need to have more than one stream of individual income but he becomes vulnerable. He becomes vulnerable in explaining that he has nothing. And of course, he's putting on a facade. This is a billionaire who is telling this complete stranger he's opening up and being vulnerable of the fact that he came out here alone and that all he wants to do right now that's top of mind is to bring his family out. But he needs a place to stay. Now I'm hoping that there is some kind of accommodation for this business owner on the back end because that vulnerability, it is in our human nature to want to help people. And this business owner not only lets Grant Cardone stay in one of the recreational vehicles, but he takes it a step further and he calls a local restaurant and he puts on a $100 tab for Grant Cardone to go in so that he can feed himself. It is absolutely brilliant to see the workings of what can happen when you decide for yourself to get creative, to put your ego aside, to realize that two of the key players when it comes to creating the wealth and the lifestyle that you want is not necessarily being born into it, but to have the creativity and the fortitude to allow yourself to network and to put yourself out there, which it's hard. I understand that it's hard. 
especially if you've never done it before. Inside of our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group, I have a challenge. It's called the 7 Days Challenge, where I have everybody go live. They go live for seven days consistently. Why seven days consistently? Well, you miss a day, you go back to day one, and that's because discipline, it's a pattern interrupt. It's that it's designed that way on purpose. And every time that this challenge starts, I do them four times a year, every quarter. They all get entered to win a $100 gift card on the back end, and everybody gets to know one another, like actual human beings, but it never fails. There are several people that will reach out to me after having completed the challenge and they will tell me, Ashley, I've never done this before. I have never become so vulnerable and I've never done something live like this before. And I watch them with intention and I see the way that they transform their lives from day one to day seven. And in those seven simple days, by having an environment that they're given a platform to where it's expected for them to do this, it's expected for them to get uncomfortable to get raw, and to let people see their vulnerability. And the friendships that I have seen taken place because of the simple seven-day challenge is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And I'm truly honored for everybody that goes live inside of our group. And it's important for us to understand that this is transmissible into our real lives. Whether we decide to make small talk with the cashier when we're checking out at a grocery store that isn't deemed unessential, that we're actually allowed to fucking go into to shop. Whether we decide that we want to be friendly with a Verizon customer service representative and not just treat them like another foreign, another foreign person that we don't want to be on the phone with when we know that that's the only person that can help to solve our problem in that moment. What if we started to treat everybody like essential networking beings? What if we started to look at the world And understand that every person in this world could hold the opportunity for our potential. I'm going to say that again. This is one of those moments where I just said something that is so valuable. It's so important. Everybody holds the opportunity for our potential. When we start looking at things that way, what has happened in 2020 especially that has divided this country no longer becomes existent. And we're on the same playing field because I do believe that we all hold something in some capacity, whether it's something physical, whether it's intellectual, a skill, a trade, something we can do with our hands. We all hold something that we can gift to another human being with an an agreement, an arrangement. And that's what networking does. But in order to get to that place, we have to set our egos up on the shelves and become vulnerable. And today, I hope that you can consider what we talked about in our last episode when it comes to diversifying your own personal portfolio. And to write down those key attributes of networking and becoming vulnerable and ask yourself the hard questions of exactly what's holding you back. If you're in a job right now where you're uncertain, defunding the police, that's a stab in the heart every time we hear it. If you are feeling uncertain because you are now forced to stay at home because your your place of employment no longer exists or the government has told you yes or no, well, it's time to start thinking outside of the box. In writing down those key elements and getting really real with ourselves, it might be the very first time you're you're ever doing that. And I'm here to help and support you in any way that I can. And know that today... I hope that you enjoy your day. It is already an incredible day. And know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.